It was in the 34th century that the Dark Star began its famous conquest, unparalleled in stellar annals. Fobar, the astronomer, discovered it. He was sweeping the heavens with one of the newly invented multi-powered Sussendorf comet hunters, when something caught his eye. A new star of great brilliance in the foreground of the constellation Hercules. For the rest of the night he cast aside all his plans and concentrated on the one star. He witnessed an unprecedented event. Mercia's nullifier had just been invented, a curious and intricate device, based on four-dimensional geometry that made it possible to see occurrences in the universe which had hitherto required the hundreds of years needed for light to cross the intervening space before they were visible on Earth. By a hasty calculation, with the aid of this invention, Fobar found that the new star was about 3,000 light-years distant and that it was hurtling backward into space at the rate of 1,200 miles per second. The remarkable feature of his discovery was this appearance of a fourth-magnitude star where none had been known to exist. Perhaps it had come into existence this very night. On the succeeding night, he was given a greater surprise. In line with the first star, but several hundred light-years nearer, was a second new star of even more brightness and it, too, was hurtling backward into space at approximately 1,200 miles per second. Phobar was astonished. Two new stars discovered within 24 hours in the same part of the heavens, both of the fourth magnitude. But his surprise was as nothing when on the succeeding night, even while he watched, a third new star appeared in line with these but much closer. At midnight he first noticed a pinpoint of faint light. By one o'clock the star was of eighth magnitude. At two it was a brilliant sun of the second magnitude, blazing away from Earth like the others at a rate of twelve hundred miles per second. And on the next evening, and the next, and the next, other new stars appeared until there were seven in all every one on a line in the same constellation Hercules, every one with the same radiance and the same proper motion, though of varying size. Phobar had broadcast his discovery to incredulous astronomers, but as star after star appeared nightly, all the telescopes on Earth were turned toward one of the most spectacular cataclysms that history recorded. Far out in the depths of space, with unheard of regularity and unheard of precision, new worlds were flaming up overnight in a line that began at Hercules and extended toward the solar system. Phobar's announcement was immediately flashed to Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, the other members of the Five World Federation. Saturn reported no evidence of the phenomena, because of the interfering rings and the lack of Mercia's nullifier. But Jupiter, with a similar device, witnessed the phenomena and announced furthermore that many stars in the neighborhood of the new Novae had begun to deviate in singular and abrupt fashion from their normal positions.
There was not as yet much popular interest in the phenomena. Without Mercier's nullifier, the stars were not visible to ordinary eyes, since the light rays would take years to reach the Earth. But every astronomer who had access to Mercier's nullifier hastened to focus his telescope on the region where extraordinary events were taking place out in the unfathomable gulf of night. Some terrific force was at work, creating worlds and disturbing the positions of stars within a radius already known to extend billions and trillions of miles from the path of the seven new stars. But of the nature of that force, astronomers could only guess. Phobar took up his duties early on the eighth night. The last star had appeared about five hundred light-years distant. If an eighth new star was found, it should be not more.